When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the um, latest Top Flight Tune Machine, where it's the second part of looking at the chart from 17th of July 1988. Um, <clears throat> I've just checked on the pop blob. Mm. Um, I can confirm that it isn't sentient yet. And I've been worried about that lately with um, Google. I've got yeah. that sentient um, artificial intelligence. I don't even know if it's a, it's a, a tangible object. It's just a, a, a fucking computer program, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's developed free will. It. And that is the, that's the problem. If it has free will, you're fucked. And luckily, not on our watch, the blob... I mean, you you take measures, don't you, to stop it developing free will? Like you don't expose yeah, I've got it like to an, information. An magnetic force field. I've got. And like you hit it with a stick if you find it. it. If you find it trying to watch telly or yeah. absorb any sort of outside yeah. information, like listen to the yeah. telly, listen to a podcast or something like that, yeah. you just whack it with a stick. I've got a, 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 a the, one of those short snooter cues that you use. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's hey, all right. Pack, it's not sentient. Pack it in. Pack yeah. it in. Don't, Go don't back feel, to sleep. Don't feel sympathetic towards it because it's not sentient. It's fine to whack a blob with a stick when it's yeah. not sentient. Doesn't feel it, it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel, feel pain. It just knows that when it's hit with a stick, it it's mustn't do the thing. It mustn't yeah. do the thing it's doing. Yeah, and hopefully it'll never become sentient as a result. Mm. We've got to be diligent though. So yeah, that's the latest. The latest on that. Um, we'll have another look at this chart. I have I to actually say, think, th- th- I, I think it's on. a good chart. I think it's do a good you? chart. Yeah, I know that you last week you indicated you didn't think it is, but I'm looking at it again with fresh eyes. I'm the, like the top ten. If you've got at least half the songs in top ten that have stood the test of time, mm. right, or or kind of stir some sort of like nostalgic emotion in you, and you have got like Salt and Pepper would push it at number two. I mean, yeah. that's that is a classic song. Then you got mm. I don't want to talk about it at number three. <laughs> Everything but a girl's version. Uh, I love that song. I mean, I prefer Rod's version probably, but still. You got Dirty Diana, great. Uh, I want your love by Transition Vamp. I mean that at the time, fucking hell, that was a big, that was a banger because you were so fucking. They when they first uh, came out because of the way Wendy James was and everything, you yeah. were like fucking hell. Oh. Yeah, and not just because she was sexy, but it was just like they were. They seemed sort of. It's a very memorable track, and perhaps the best of them all in this chart. Fast Car by Good Old Tracy Chapman. Fucking yeah. love that song. I think this is an indication of the age gap between us. 
because I would have mm. been 16 when this chart came out. Where old are you in eight year? 12? 13. 13. I would have said 13 in the so, April, yeah. Yeah, so by the time this came around, I was 16, and I don't like anything in this top 10. Yeah, well, none of it's like cool. You would have just been into yeah, cool music. That's where I was at then, Whereas yeah. what I'm saying is in the context of pop music, mm. Push It is an absolute... I mean, that is... Yeah, it was one of the first hip-hop tracks, certainly the first hip-hop track by women that had sort of been in the in the charts, yeah, in, the, in the top totally. ten. And Still it, don't and like it. it. Yeah, I just think, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those songs I've probably lost sight of whether I like it or not. I instinctively will feel excited if Push It comes on the radio. Yeah. Because, but again, I was 13, so Push It came and we thought it was like the dirtiest song we'd ever heard. And yeah. much like that email we recently received from the lads who said, imagine if Sam Fox was here now and they oh, always yeah. start, start doing air hamping. Yeah. When Push It by Salt and Pepper came on when we were adolescents, we would all instinctively yeah. start to air hump and laugh yeah. our heads off. Just yeah. thrust our groins, you know. Ah, Push It. Yeah. And, um, and I think if I'm with my old mates now, we probably would still do that. And Good. so, for that reason, it's a song that has a lot of meaning. That, that's I, that's crystallised the indicator that I'm talking about. I yeah, wouldn't have yeah, done totally. that at 16. No, not at 16. Whereas we were just like, songs were for fun. Music was just, for fun. Um, Transmission Ramp was fun. And Fast Car was not fun. I probably didn't like it as much no. at the time, so I thought it was boring. But now I really like I it. I thought it was boring then. I think it's boring now. Oh, that's a shame. Sorry. Oh, you got a fast car. Yeah. Fast enough, we could drive away. <laughs> Fucking hell. You don't have to drive away fast. You can just drive away at a regulated speed. She's in a hurry because she's got a fucking dad who she's having to look after. Mm. Is I don't know what's happened to her mum, but her dad's uh, an alky, and I've got a strong feeling he might be violent and abusive. And oh, so right. okay. I, I think, I think that she's thinking, I tell you what, this car better fucking go quick. Because if he yeah. catches wind of the fact that I'm trying to escape, <clears throat> he'll be after us. What, is he going to come in a car as well? Doesn't sound like he's Drunk in any driving, condition probably. to be able to I mean, our life's a mess, mate. Yeah. If right, you, like, when you listen to this song, you think there's all sorts of shit she needs sorting out. The logistics yeah. have gone to fuck. Can I just can I just break some news that's just come yeah. in as we're recording this? It's, we're recording this on Thursday, 23rd of June. It's just coming up to 1pm. Um, this is significant news that's just come through. I just had a text from my daughter. And she says, I'll read the text verbatim. She says, uh, the dog has done a massive shit in the kitchen. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, and then the follow-up text, it is abnormally large. Oh, so, Oscar. There we go. Oscar has done a shit in the He's kitchen. He's only a little dog as well. So he is, that's the weird thing. I'm impressed. His shits are usually quite small. That's the thing. Unless another Mm-mm. dog has come in somehow and done a shit and then fucked off. Oh, it's a power play. Dogs will do that, yeah. So I'm absolutely certain she'll make no effort to clean up herself. It'll be there for me to do after I've recorded this. I'll have to go down and deal with it. Uh, She hasn't sent a photograph, so I'm not able to tell you how big the shit is. But uh, there it is. Well, I guess this is a case of more news as we get it. I guess so. Um, I'm not asking for updates, but if she does provide any, I will bring them. But, um, okay. There it is. Oscar has done. Well, a I'm shit sorry to hear that, and I doubt she, she is she going to clear that up. Do you think, or is no, that no, going to be left? No, no, I'm no, absolutely sure she'll kids. make no effort. She'll just walk around. My kids and... always like to tell me though, mm-hmm. like Len will be. I'll come say, say if it's a Saturday or Sunday morning, I'll come down bleary eyed to make tea, right? Mm. And I'll come down, and Len will already be on the sofa immersed in playing FIFA, and without looking up, 
I'll come in, I'll go morning, and without saying morning or looking up from the screen, he'll just go, Nelson's puked. Yeah. That'll be his first word to me. And it won't... Yeah. And, you know, you sort of think, okay, you're 10. You probably... Of course you don't want to clear up cat puke. Who does? Mm. But why shouldn't you clean up the cat puke? He's your There's fucking no cat too. You've got to learn at some point. You've got yeah. to learn to do these things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I went across to the... The Royal Mail collection office yesterday because my daughter's mm. contact lenses had been delivered, but they're too big for the letterbox, so they just put a card through the door and says, "Come and fucking pick these up. We've got them now. It's up to you to come and get them. We tried. You'll we'll come give you and get a week. Them. We'll give you yeah. a week. If not, we're going to smash it to pieces." Yeah. So we went to that. We'd been to um, a midweek car boot sale, believe it or not, Sam. Oh Did yeah, you know I meant to ask you about that. Did it turn out to be as good as you thought? It was great. The weather was glorious. It was red hot. It was up in a place called Corbridge in Northumberland, and it's on every Wednesday. Um, it, I mean, it's it's your proper hardcore car booters, isn't it? Because it's a Wednesday. Mm. It's people who have got nothing better to do during the week. It's for the, the jobless or the retired. Because <laughs> um, more normally a car boot sale is going to be a Saturday or Sunday when people can get to it, so this is yeah. hardcore. So a lot of the traders were kind of people who do car boot trading as their career, if you want to call it that. I don't know. Is it a career? Um, There's so a guy. Was, have you heard of a guy called Gary uh, Vaynerchuk? I think his name is. He's one of these online hustlers, right? Mm. But he's got a real cult following because he's a guy. I'm not quite sure what he does. I think, effectively, I think all these people who are famous online for being like entrepreneurs are basically doing what we would have called pyramid schemes, yeah. right? Because they they say, I can, I'm rich from making online content and I will show you how to be rich as well send me 10 pounds and then you pay them money and they go oh right it's fucking easy all you do is go around telling people that you're rich from online content and if they pay you you'll tell them the secret see yeah and they go oh okay and then everyone keeps doing it but there is no secret beyond just selling on the scam <clears throat> is yeah. that a pyramid scheme or, or, or a ponzi scheme I don't know the difference um, I think it's about the same thing I'm not sure yeah so anyway, he, but one of the things I've, I've seen videos by him and one of the things that he claims is that he started just by doing what they call them yard sales. Yeah. It's a similar thing, but people all have big front yards in America and like a whole street will just put mm. everything out on a Sunday. And he makes videos of himself. And even though he's now like a multimillionaire, he still will go out on a Sunday in his car and drive from yard sale to yard sale, buying stuff, and then immediately putting it online and trying to like, mm. you know, make a mm. big profit straight away. So he claims that he that like the seed of all of his business is started from effectively car boots. I did a little bit of that back in two thousand and five when I'd lost my job in the DVD shop and I'd went yeah. properly freelance with the writing. Yeah. And me 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 then partner and now ex wife says right you've got six months to make make yourself solvent at doing this or you're back mm. to the fucking gulags basically the call centre yeah. gulags um, and I did a bit of that I did oh, she's got car boot sales and get CDs because I, I knew I had the experience of working at our price I knew what CDs were kind of worth a few sort quid and after. what wasn't yeah. and I'd sort of buy some up and sell them on eBay and I sold a you know the cream club in Liverpool that was yeah. big in the the 90s yeah. I remember I bought a, a CD, a triple CD compilation of that for 50 pence 
They've got 25 right. quid for it on eBay. Fucking so hell. So I was doing a bit of that, but it's pain in the yeah. arse, isn't it? You never know what's Ma- going on. It must be satisfying, on. though. Oh, yeah. So you get a bit of a buzz out of it, and it's more inter- yeah. and it's quite interesting because you get. My problem would be is I'd fucking spend too long at each <clears> car boot sale because if I go to a car boot sale, which I don't very often, but if I do, I get really like you get really into it. You're like at every mm. fucking stall twice for ages, yeah. and I would come away with loads of like pointless shit that I bought for myself. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So you've got to be pretty ruthless if you're doing it. As I an entrepreneur, would, aren't I, would, you? I mean, not even on that level. But there was about there was one store yesterday at the Chicago sale, and I bought thirteen albums or twelve-inch singles from one fella, and they were a quid each. Wow. And they wow. included things like there was a, a Donna Summer album from nineteen eighty-two, which I'd never seen on vinyl before, and there was the twelve-inch of Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Oh wow! For a quid, I'm like fucking oh, yeah, mate. Take that's my incredible. Money, sir. Yeah. So um, I'm going to yeah. see them next month. I saw my. I'm good. Oh, really? Same tour? Yeah. Um, I see him in Hove, yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah, anyway, we're we're coming back from this car boot sale and we stopped off at the the Royal Mail collecting office to get our contact lenses. And you've got to take in the card that you get through the door. You've got to take in a piece of ID. So she's got a debit card. So I says, Are you going in then? Do this. And she went, Ah. She's 18. Ah, can you do it? Yeah. I can barely keep my eyes open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly thought, what my daughter would say. Look, you've got to start doing this stuff now. You're 18, you go yeah. to university in September. You've got to start doing life stuff. Yeah. Life, exactly. You've got to pick up life skills. You've got to do you've got to do stuff. You're a fucking adult now. So anyway, it's a fine you know, line, isn't it? It's a fine it's a fine line because on the one hand you sort of think on the one hand I'm like this like yesterday Len had a bad day at school because he it was school photograph day yeah Mm. and we'd forgotten like we knew because we'd had the email but we'd forgotten to tell him and Len doesn't like surprises and he also doesn't like having his photo taken right and so it's a it's a double whammy for him and he get and he's fucking grumpy at school right he's really grumpy with the teachers all the time Mm. and he's not naughty but he's grumpy objects to things a lot right he's like he's the sort of kid who will like start telling the head that the school's not being run properly like Mm. you know it's just sort of to be honest I think he lampards the teachers a little bit right (laughs) and they're like ha ha Len he's a real one off but you can see them thinking you little fucker (laughs) yeah fucking hell what now (laughs) And and so he's like They've made him have his photo. They did the class photo, and then they made each of them sit for their individual photo. By the way, it's all a fucking scam to make money, right? Yeah, because they it is. they flog you these fucking photos for silly money, right? Choose the package I, you would like. I don't buy them. I do, do when not? they first start when they're cute. Oh, that fuck that! And sometimes the kids go, "Aren't you buying it?" And I go, "No." They go, "Why?" I said, "Don't want more photos of you." I've got a photo of- all myself. So I've got a fucking fold, haven't I? <laughs> Half the yeah. time you're taking selfies True. of your fucking self on my phone for some Send me reason. One of them. Right. <laughs> Print it out. Anyway, Len would not fucking smile in this photo. Right. He was just and he wouldn't even look at the camera. He just sat there and he got stubborn about it. He's like, fuck this. I didn't agree to this. And that is his attitude. It's like, I didn't agree to this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. My parents aren't gonna buy it. And I d and this photographer's patronizing me, saying, Come on, smile at the camera, and I'm I'm I do not I'm not willing to fucking 
get involved in this shit, mm. right? And uh, the teacher and the photographer were getting more and more frustrated and he was looking more and more grumpy. And in the end, all his mates started laughing, which is fair enough because it's obviously extremely funny, I think, right? Yeah. But Len was not fucking about and he actually ended up getting really upset and storming out. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, you know, what I'm saying is, is that on the my attitude towards that is the teacher should have seen he wasn't up for it and just said, you know what? Don't worry about it. Because when you're a kid... Admittedly, Len's a lot younger than your daughter, so it's a bit different. But what I'm saying is there's a line between stuff that you have to push your kids to do, because mm. if not, they won't learn, they have an easy life. But other moments where you think, fucking hell, you're a kid, you're going to spend the rest of your life having to do shit you don't want to, so I'm just mm. going to give you a fucking pass. Of course. Do you yeah, know what I mean? They think that they're just, I'm just a kid. I'm not going to clean that shit up or that sick up. I'm a kid. A, well, my, to I'll be fair, my card. daughter actually expresses it that way. She just yeah. goes listen fair enough you want me to clean that up but at the end of the day I'm a kid I'll be having to clean up stuff like that for the rest of my life just don't make me do it you don't mind you've done it a million times so it's not a big deal to you to me it's a big deal she'll go I'll be gagging I'll be, it'll be a massive deal for me it'll ruin my day whereas you'll just do it and I sort of and my wife hates that and gets angry with her and I just sort of think yeah fair enough you're right <laughs> you're right well she could say did you clean stuff up when you were my age no thought not like did Next we question. fuck I mean me yeah. and my brothers were disgustingly lazy and negligent <laughs> and my poor mum she just had to fucking she would lose her rag all the time because we were just like I mean we were cunts we'd finish our dinner and they'd just put we'd always have dinner on our lap watching the telly yeah, and then we just put the fucking dinner plate down in front of us, and we just get up and leave the room. Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's teenagers' bedrooms are meant to be depositories for fucking empty drinks, bottles, and mm. half-eaten bits of food and stuff. That's what happens. I think I think that my my wife gets more anger about it than I do, but I say to her, but "Listen, I think that you were that your problem is you were an unusually well-adjusted." and responsible young person, right? Yeah. yeah. I said, and that's great, and it's amazing, and your parents must have been very happy and they got very lucky, but you have to understand that the way our kids are acting is how the vast majority of kids behave. It's just exactly. the way things are, sort of thing. Yeah. I think she just did her homework without being hassled, and she tidied her room without being asked to, and that's yeah. lovely, but... I, it was like a freak of nature thing because she has a brother who's not like that at all. He's like, he's he was like a fucking handful and a slob like anyone else. But she was just like that. And so I think it might be hard sometimes. She's like, why are they just, why as like, you know, she go, why our daughter's got like about 30 old tea and coffee cups and glasses just in her room. Because they have yeah. a drink. They take it to their room or sometimes I'll bring her a cup of tea in her room and it doesn't cross her mind at all to she just drinks it and then she puts it down and then it's just there forever until mm -hmm. some other cunt takes it away now I think that's disgusting but I also see it as normal whereas my wife's like that's disgusting and I cannot begin to imagine why like she'll think uh, like are they mentally ill and I go no that's just kids are really fucking lazy and they just think fuck it I'm not going to bother doing that why should I <laughs> that's just what kids are like jalapeño This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. So basically the, the, the upshot is at the end of this episode I'm going to be going down and clearing up an abnormally large Oscar shit. shit. Yeah, well, yeah. you can do it though, mate. That's the thing. End of the day, the thing. men like yeah. us, hard-bitten men of experience, end yeah. of the day, there's shit and puke lying around or piss or whatever. You just fucking learn to deal with it and it doesn't even bother you. And it's, I come away feeling proud of myself when I've cleaned up shit or puke. Yeah, I would say it's meat and drink, but that's probably not the right analogy. No, not quite. Although that will probably be the content of the shit. Mostly made yeah. up of meat and drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, we should probably get back to this chart that we're looking Mate, at. I mean, look, I Owe You Nothing by Bross is at number 11. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you. I, even I will not say, well, Andy, you know, you've got to think of its cultural significance. No, I was not a Bross no. fan. However, when I see it there, I do think, oh, yeah. I Owe You Nothing. Mm. However, at the time, this definitely, I mean, this divided even kids of my age because, you know, it was mainly girls. I don't mean there was any boys I knew who liked Bross. And it was only certain types of girls liked um, Bross. It was always the rougher girls, right? Mm. And it, it, was, it, it caused a schism. It did cause a schism in the school because Bross was so phenomenally huge for this. It only lasted about a year, didn't it? It was only yeah. about this one year. But yeah. they, for one year, they were just dominant beyond all belief. And the girls to... in the school were so into it, and it was, you know, that lines were drawn. And you, if you, and you hate, I mean, I hated Bross. Yeah, me too. I, I did GCSE art around this time, and there was only two lads in the GCSE art group. Oh, and yeah. And probably about 18 girls. Ooh, and no wonder was, you took it, mate. That sounds yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> And they they were pretty much all into bros, and it was just infuriating because really? I was into stuff like the the or Martin Stevenson yeah. and the Dainties, which is what art students should be into, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I mean, stuff. I did I didn't take art, which I've always regretted because I did love it. Um, but I remember my dad saying you can't do art and drama. He was more or less indicating to me that's two bullshit subjects. It's, just it's kind of right though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, sort of. But I, really, I, I did drama. Because I loved fucking about, and that's what yeah. drama literally is. But art, yeah, and also, obviously, all the girls you take art are the girls you want to go out with. I mean, an arty girl. Do you know what I mean? There's something rather exotic about there an wasn't artist, any an arty girl. Like girl. That at my school, there just simply wasn't uh, any like that. So even the ones who took brush. art weren't particularly arty. No, no, they were just all right at drawing. I'll do that. I'm good at colouring in. Does that count? Do we yeah. get marked for colouring in? 
So that the, the, it was just every, and it was a Friday afternoon we used to do art, and it was an, the entire afternoon because the other option was this thing called CDT, Craft Design Technology. Yeah, I did that, and that was that took place at a local college, so they all had to go on the bus to well, do because CDT. That's where they had the equipment. Yeah, so you couldn't do it. it was the just soldering a irons, the saw, that whatever special they used, vertical saw that just goes. Oh, I, I didn't do and it. You push I, the wood into it. No yeah. idea. That, that right. was a mystery to me. So they all fucked off on the bus. So it had to be a whole afternoon. You couldn't just do a double period of it because you had to fucking do the bus trip yeah. as well there and back. So it was an entire afternoon of art listening to them wanging on about fucking bros. Yeah, what not? All I was interested in was the, how how Morrissey's burgeoning solo career was going to pan out. Yeah. Mm. So uh, yeah, but that's yeah, that the must have been really frustrated. Funny you yeah. should mention Morrissey because there's a, a, a couple of the girls from my class. Funny, I've been in touch with a couple of them recently on Facebook. You know, how sometimes people get what you just end up. No, not in a weird way. Like <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Oh, that was it. Didn't One David of the girls... James do that? David James, the goalkeeper, he ended up re- reconnecting with a, a lassie what, went to school it? with through Facebook, what, and then going out of her. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's not. Well, there's definitely nothing like that going on. But these girls, they were like, yeah, they were in my tutor group, and there's big gang of them, and they were all like, their dads were all like Chelsea hooligans, right? right. And they were like, fucking, they were quite scary. And um, but like one, of, the reason I connected with one of them recently was I, I wrote an article about that thing that I told you about where I bumped into Prince William down at the yeah. playing fields, yeah. and I put it on Facebook, and. Uh, she surprise surprise I, you know friends on Facebook very rarely interact she's a massive royalist who loves William and Kate and wrote a, a big lecture underneath my article about how lucky we were to have two such ordinary down to earth and relatable people leading us in this country <laughs> is this on your Facebook? this is on Facebook it's really funny <laughs> I mean, to be fair, is your, was Facebook, quite... is your Facebook publicly accessible? Because it probably yeah, yeah, be... you you should be able oh, to find God. this conversation. It's very funny. And then my mate, who you need to shut sh- that shit down, mate. We've had conversations about this yeah. before. About no, uh, everyone... no, a member of the public can't comment on my. Oh, that's site. all right. Just your pals. She she was a friend because on Facebook because I'm friends with like loads of people I went to school with. Yeah, that's all uh, right. Uh, unfortunately, one of the few that I haven't been able to find on there is Little Elvis, and I was actually asking my mate oh. about him the other day and going, "Do you know what happened to Little Elvis? I'd love to track him down and see if he's still being Elvis somewhere." Um, but yeah, so we we got involved in a in a row about the monarchy. And uh, anyway, these girls, they were also really into bros, the same girls. And they were also hated. I remember having a row with them once because I had the Smiths, probably my brother's, like, fucking Strange Ray's Here We Come on cassette. And she's like, fucking hell, you like them? Oh, my God. And I'd be like, yeah, so what? I mean, you know, it's pretty good music. Ah, they're, oh, I hate them. Because people who like bros would have hated a band like the Smiths of course, to the same degree opposite, wasn't it? to the yeah. same degree or more than we hated Bross I yeah. would say more because well, I can I see get, yeah, I exactly. can see the appeal of Bross on a certain level but they would be like oh this is I am disgusted by the existence of Morrissey so yeah. those were sometimes sort of roused with that yeah that was so exactly yeah it was a very divisive thing the Bross phenomenon and it was a phenomenon was hugely divisive in in British schools mm. in 1988, wasn't it? 
and I think they, there'd been a bit of a lull in terms of like boy bands because we'd had Duran Duran, Spandau Ballet, who, who, yeah, like kind of direct rivals. Then Wham came along, and the teenage mm. girls loved Wham, and then there was a bit of a gap before Bros came along. But in Bro- years. Bros were very manufactured, weren't they? I mean, yeah. like obviously the bands you mentioned. The interesting thing about those eighties boy bands was that they were actual bands who just yeah. happened to also be good looking. Exactly, and, and that's they, quite they had strange. A few good songs. They, they, and they wrote the, their own songs. In and the case of they, one, they had loads of good songs. They were musical people who could write, yeah. who could play, they were musicians. And, but they just happened by coincidence. So like it was secondary, mm. the fact that they were, had, they were very good looking, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, whereas Bross was the first one, I guess, because in the 70s, <clears> you had like, what, Bass City Rollers and the Osmonds. That was and, probably the 70s equivalent. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've got no problem with manufactured boy bands if the songs are good. Yeah. Because I love pop music. But Bros yeah. were just shit. Yeah, they and were shit. Two good-looking twins, and yeah, is, and the gear as well. They all, everyone's like wearing a gross. Yeah. The the thing is, some of the gear they wore had been sort of quite cool. So, um, I used to buy even when I was I was a little twat. Who even when I was thirteen, I'd buy the face magazine to look what trendy people were wearing, <laughs> and like they were all. People in Clubland in the 80s were wearing the stuff that Bross wore, but then Bross appropriated that, and overnight the look became regarded as very trashy because it was what yeah. Brossettes were wearing. So they had quips, white T-shirts, leather jackets, and then they wore 501s, and all of that was very much influenced by the sort of Nick Cayman yeah, yeah. Levi's look, which had been quite cool, and it was very similar to Wham's original look as well. And then they wore loafers with uh, gross bottle tops on the on them, didn't they? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was kind of tied in with all that 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 cool stuff like Network Seven that used to be on Channel Four. Network like Seven, Magenta yeah, Divine and yeah, because she always wore Ray Ban Wayfarers, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. So they kind of tapped into that sort of L- London cool. London cool, but then of course they immediately made it uncool overnight, and, and everyone had to do tops on their shoes and fuck do it up. something different. Yeah, so I, I hated Bross and I hate them now. But the documentary was funny. It was great. I, I I tell you what, it would be great to get those two to do a podcast. Their yeah, own we've just, podcast. We've just slagged them off for the last ten minutes, so it's probably no, not fun. us, obviously. But you know, oh, someone right. just do their own. <laughs> we can't be bothered getting Bross to do a podcast. No. I've been down that road too many times before. It's like becomes just a fucking nightmare. But someone else with more wherewithal and patience get Bross to do a podcast. <clears throat> I think last time we said we were going to go into a deep dive of the video of Boys by Sabrina, but... I think oh, did we just, not do that? No, I think just just suggesting that is almost enough. Um, I obviously I I did some since. research on Sabrina. I watched her performance on Top of the Pops a few times. I never managed to see the clip where her boob actually falls out, so whether that got edited out or whether it's a different I performance... Is it a Basically, her I boobs nearly fell out. Her boobs... Yeah. If you watch the performance, her boobs are jiggling like they're about to fall out all the way through. It is, yeah. It's a cliché to sort of perf about Sabrina... But I have to tell you, it's also impossible not to be intoxicated by her sexiness. It's not a, only in the video where she famously wears a sexy white bikini, but more so on her Top of the Pops performance. It's just spellbinding. Turns mm. out she was a TV presenter, uh, right. and she was quite famous in Italy. She'd released songs before. Then all of a sudden, this one just took off that summer. Massive hit everywhere, including the UK. Mm. Never had a hit again but remains very famous in Italy, is a big TV presenter, 
and um, and as I think I mentioned before, I discovered she also released a single with Sam Fox. Uh, yeah. In the noughties, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It's a it was a cover version of a famous song. I'll just quickly check. Uh, Sam Fox Sabrina single. Uh, Call Me by Blondie it was Call Me by Blondie and you can watch a video of them on stage and they're sort of doing a very half-hearted lackluster lesbian thing on stage together but Sam Fox is a lesbian she's a practicing lesbian now yeah I don't know what Sabrina's sexuality is but what I am Mm. saying is that I don't believe there is a a sexual chemistry between them between Mm. them and I just actually thought they're both I, I regard both Sabrina and particularly Sam Fox as brilliant women. And yeah. not just because of their boob size, right? They're like, Sam Fox is a fucking icon, right? An icon and pioneer. But if you watch a video of them performing in Russia, their cover version of Call Me, there's something about it that is, um, I feel, I don't know, strangely saddening. I used to, I've told you before this, I used to have photographs cut out of newspapers of Sam Fox on the inside mm. of the wardrobe door in my bedroom. Legend. So I could open the door and look at them at my leisure. Every day without, you went to without, get a shirt without, out. Yeah, without without alerting my mum to what was going on, because I, I, I'd say, I'll, I'll hang my clothes up, I'll put my own clothes in the wardrobe, you don't mm. need to do that for me anymore. Just Andy, put them on the bed. Andy, who's this lass with the big knockers in your wardrobe? Who's this, who's this slut on your yeah. wardrobe? Tell me who she is, it's disgusting. Mate, I knew it, we're sending you up to the doctor so if you're a doctor. Is this one of your teachers at Benopry? <laughs> what? She's a cockney? Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> so I had the sandbox gallery on the inside of my wardrobe door. And um, so I was a big fan of all of Sam Fox's mm. um, output, what? you could say. Yeah. Yeah. And of course there was the ZX Spectrum game, Sam Fox Strip Poker. Ah. Which, <laughs> See, which this is why Sam Fox is a legend because she worked out how to monetize this shit, so yeah, she was no was longer being exploited. Yeah. She was fucking calling the shots. She was well, a forerunner to people like Katie Price. I'm not sure if she was because she got married to that con man Peter Foster, who was always oh, on that slide, an Australian guy. He, he was the guy who ended up marrying. Didn't he marry Cherie Blair's sister as well? And started, like he, that, he somehow yeah. scammed Tony Blair as well. You've got to hand it to him. Yeah, so... Um, Foster convinced topless model-turned-singer Samantha Fox to sell his weight-loss tea in the 1980s. And the pair... Um, what was it? Yeah, they got married, I think. He seduced and betrayed women from Samantha Fox to the Duchess of York. Possibly um, a history box figure. Oh, Maybe. absolutely. Yeah, tell you what, it's pricked my interest. He's one of those that just keeps cropping up every few yeah, but, years. So even though he's continually, he was known to be a con artist, he's still able to continue to be a con artist successfully with high-profile yeah. people, even after it was well known that he yeah. was a shyster. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he went to prison at one point, and then he came out and he went, right, I'm out. Back on with the conning again. Here we oh, go. That, I've, been, I've had time in the nick. To plan a load of new cons. Yeah. <laughs> and I identify a number of new targets, or marks as I call them. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually stunned there hasn't been a Netflix documentary about them yet, because Netflix and all that are into that kind of thing, well, aren't they? Con like men that, and Like that New York, the fake heiress, um, yeah. and uh, whatever her name is. Yeah, that yeah. was great. There was a documentary about her and a dramatisation. 
yeah, I think Peter Foster could be a very good history box. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's and he's not going to sue us, is he? Because to sue someone, your reputation has to be damaged, and I don't think there's any reputation there at all to be fucking. No, exactly. Damaged. He'll probably love it. I think he oh, probably yeah. loves his, having a reputation he's, like that. He'd probably come on and get interviewed. I'm just quickly yeah. looking at his Wikipedia page. Um, I'll just quickly go through the subsections for you. 2007, conviction in Australia. 2009, Australia legal actions. 2011, arrest in Australia. 2012, legal action. 2013, contempt of court, conviction and disappearance. 2014, mm-hmm. arrest in connection with sports trading club. 2015, police investigation. 2016, fine and ban. 2016, racehorse investigation. Ah, 2017, arrest. 2018, bankruptcy. 2018, order to testify in murder case. 2020, <laughs> arrest. Fucking That's just hell. the last 15 years. Superb. Yeah, he's but, still yeah. going strong. Yeah, I think we should definitely look into him. I think we should definitely look into him. Oh, and just while I remember, I'm only saying this for some admin, but we always forget what we're going to do as deep dive. Someone recently sent us a documentary about the making of We Are The World, USA for Africa. Oh, yeah, that was the thing we were going to do. And uh, yeah. I forgot, but let's just make a mental note of that. Make, uh, as long as Peter that. Foster. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus Peter Foster. Um, so And yeah, so I was a big fan of Sam Fox for various reasons, mainly mainly the knockers but um but then she put that single out touch me I touch really, me touch, touch me. me i, I really need your, your body, body your, your heartbeat next, next to mine, mine. and it, it was crap wasn't it it was a crap touch song. me touch me now oh i actually <laughs> really like the lyrics <laughs> yeah but it was yeah somehow in my kind of adult 1986 14 year old mind I thought that she'd actually make a cool song. Nah, she was never going to make a cool song. She's got. She had a. She had a bar on Seven Sisters Road. So if you ever went to Tottenham away, on your way down there on the bus or walking down, go. It's Sam Foxy's bar. What if she's in behind behind a bar? I wonder wonder if we could sneak in and come and look at her knockers. (laughs) (laughs) I bet if we snuck in, we could get her to give us a wank off. <laughs> so there, uh, she's not even in this chart, is she? We're talking about Sabrina. Sabrina's, um, Sabrina's wonderful. I, I got to say, like the song, like Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, like her vibe, like the video. Sabrina gets an A one from me. Okay, I'm not sure there's much else left to to talk about in this chart, so I don't think we'll be doing Let's another episode up. of this one. Mm. Um, always leave them wanting more, as they say. Um, so we'll be back with another chart a brand new chart selected by the still not sentient pop blob in a couple of weeks time and right now I'm off downstairs to um, clean up some dog shit good luck with that mate goodbye some prayers see ya When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.